0: Here we are back for another week of Owning Your Authenticity. This is episode four, and today we are talking about what to do when our leaders fail us. Um, Especially for anybody that's focusing on their personal growth or bettering ourselves in any way, we have people that we look up to, whether it's an author, whether it's someone in our community, someone in our family, an influencer on social media that you align with. We have those people that we look up to. Those are our leaders. Um, And today we're going to talk about what to do when those leaders either no longer align with who we want to be or they have a public failure or they're going through something that you just don't feel right about. So we're going to dive into that. We're going to kind of feel into that as well today and then talk about how to handle it and get past it. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real, authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life and business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. Okay, so first of all, talking about what to do when our leaders fail us, we need to be honest about who they are, about um, who who we establish as our leaders, Um, Whether they are people that live the life that we're striving for, whether that's, uh, you know, financial freedom or their ability to travel or um, family goals or business goals or anything like that, Um, or if it's someone that inspires us to do better, move better, um, a physical fitness inspiration, things like that, Um, or people that have a plan for us or for you that um, you connect with. So again, whether you follow them on Instagram, whether you read their books, it could be someone in your community, in your family, um, any of that, or even someone in your workspace, maybe um, a boss or a leader in your company that you're look uh, looking up to and striving to get to where they're at. So let's take a moment to recognize these people. And we can label them as whatever connects with you, whether it's your mentor, your leader, your influencer, The only word I'm not going to use is hero. Um, I mean, a hero, the definition of a hero is a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Now, that's not to say that having a hero is a bad thing. It's just that that's not really who I'm talking about right now. You can have someone on Instagram that's like, oh, they work out every day. They post their videos. That inspires me to work out. To me, that's different than a hero. So I'm not talking about our heroes. I'm talking about, you know, our mentors that we follow closely or that work closely with us, things like that. I feel like the term hero, you know, in the last couple decades has been very commercialized as well. It's hard to live up to that Iron Man or Hulk or whatever mentality, especially, you know, the heroes that our kids see these days. Things like that in the media and movies and stuff like that. So I am staying away from that word. That doesn't mean I don't think you should have a hero or multiple heroes. Um, It's just that's not really what I'm talking about today. So the people I'm talking about today are the one whose story you resonate with or the people whose path inspires you because you want to follow along a similar path for your own life or just the ones that you connect with and you really take what they say and apply it to your life whether it's a practice that they have or an organizational skill that they have or an educational path that they took that you want to take because you've seen how it worked for them. I mean, first and foremost, I think we need to evaluate our connection with these people. And it could be someone you know personally or more often than not, you know, in the instance that I'm thinking of is it's someone I follow on Instagram or read their books and things like that. And have taken a lot of life lessons from this person as an example of what I want to do in my life. But there's a difference between connection and blind connection. So when I say blind connection, what I mean is sometimes we can get too connected to that person's exact path that they took. Or the exact steps that they take. Or the exact formula they use to get from point A to point B. And then we start blindly following that, whether or not it really resonates with us. We start following it because we say, okay, well, this person did steps A, B, and C, and look where they got. Their book is published. They have a multimillion-dollar business, whatever it may be. We start to blindly lay into, okay, well, their A, B, and C worked for them, so it must work for me. And even through months and months and months of doing a practice from one of my leaders, Still feeling like, okay, well, I'm not really resonating with this. I'm doing it daily, but I don't resonate. And I'm, I'm thinking that maybe if I keep doing it, then maybe something will click. But here I am six months, a year in to a practice that I'm realizing I'm following because it worked for someone else, but it's not serving me well. And one thing we really, really need to remember is that our leaders are just other human beings publicly living an example of their life. They're just another human being having their own human experience, and they're talking about it on a bigger platform, or they're talking about it to you directly, or they're open about it in a public manner, which gives us the ability to hold them as a leader or a mentor or an inspiration or an influencer. That's the only difference, that they are just another human being but they're maybe a little louder about their experiences, maybe they're more public about their experiences. It's also why they're public about their failures, because when you get to the point where you are public about your life, and that is part of what you do as a business owner or a mentor or whatever, your failures become public as well. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. Um, I mean, and think of examples of these people, whether they're teaching courses, selling books, conferences, podcasts, just like this. They're all just humans. They're all just humans with their own human experience. And they're just a little more vocal about their experience than we are. And so actually this quote that um, came up in some of my work today, it's a quote by Katherine Johnson. And if you don't know who Katherine Johnson is, she um, was one of the mathematicians that worked for NASA Um, she was one of the women who was represented in the movie Hidden Figures. If you haven't seen that movie, it's a phenomenal movie. You should definitely watch it. Um, she was a black woman that was hired by NASA as a mathematician and she just had such an amazing impact along with these two other women. Um, but the quote I want to say was said by her and she says, you are no better than anyone else and no one is better than you. So I'm going to say that one more time. You are no better than anyone else and no one is better than you. So when we, when we sit and think about our mentors and our influencers, whether they're rich, they're famous, they're loud, they're on the cover of a magazine, they're, they're publishing books, they're on Oprah or Ellen or, or whatever it may be, they are no better than you in any single way. Maybe they have more money or maybe they travel more. That doesn't make them better than you. That means that they have a different life. They have their own human experience. They are not better than you and you are not better than them. And that can never, ever change. So when these people that we have set so high in our minds and maybe have done so much good in the world or so much good in your life personally, but when they fail, When they mess up, it can be hard as, I don't want to use the word follower, as someone who uses their stories as inspiration for your own life, it can be really detrimental to see someone that you look up to or someone that has given such positive influence do something that you don't resonate with or that you actively disagree with. It can be really, really hard. Um. So what I want to talk about is the process that we can take as the people affected by these public failures to address it and and really not let it be something that we ignore or act like it's not a big deal, because it is. So I've come up with an acronym for the steps that we can take to deal with it. And the acronym is form, F O R M. And what it stands for is Feel. Observe, reevaluate, and motivate. So, feel, observe, reevaluate, and motivate. So, step one of this process that we can engage in when we're dealing with one of our mentors publicly failing or doing something that you drastically disagree with or does not sit right with you is to feel it. Um, it's okay to be upset by someone you look up to. Even if you don't know that person personally, even if it's a talk show host or a celebrity or a social media influencer who has greatly affected your life, it is okay to have strong feelings about that even if you don't know that person. And so many times I feel like people trivialize like people getting upset when an actor passes away or a singer passes away thinking, oh, well, you didn't actually know them. But the beauty and power of these people is that their influence has drastic impact on your life and you have chosen to continue to engage in that person's influence. You have chosen to read their books. You have chosen to listen to their podcast because it has fueled something in you. It has filled something in you. It has given you something that you needed that you kept coming back for. I kept wanting to hear the next thing this person had to say. Because the last thing they said resonated so much. And it made me, it gave me the opportunity and the motivation to change something in my life that had a positive impact and then made my life better. So it is okay to feel upset. It is okay to feel upset if a singer or an actor passes away that resonated with you or that represented something for you that was so powerful. So step one is to just feel it. And um, that doesn't mean you have to like, Feel it and then be done feeling. Be like, okay, I felt the things and, and, now I'm, and now I'm good. I'm, Allow it to be what it is. Feelings are meant to be felt. This is what I tell my daughter and my son all the time. Feelings are meant to be felt. And your feelings are not wrong. They are valid. I don't care what it is. Your feelings are valid. Your actions are a choice. Your words are a choice. But your feelings are always valid. I was in a very, very poor um, relationship when I was very young To where I was told, to the point where I began to believe it, that I wasn't allowed to feel things. I wasn't allowed to be mad. I wasn't allowed to be upset. I wasn't allowed to be sad. Those were not allowed and they were not valid. And if anyone's ever been in an abusive relationship, you understand how much that can affect you mentally. Thankfully, I have done a lot of work since then and addressed that issue in my life and really moved on and moved upward. And so I'm, I don't struggle with that anymore. Um, But it is a very real struggle. And that's something that I try to teach my children is that your feelings are valid, no matter what. Again, your choices are yours, but your feelings are valid. One thing I've got to say is that what you've gotten from this person is inspiration, connection, maybe community, All of that is valid whether or not it's someone that you know, whether it's a celebrity you look up to or a speaker or whatever. All those things are valid. So it's okay to feel upset. So give yourself the time, feel all the feelings, and then move on to step two, which is observe. And one of the kind of hard things to address when it comes to this is, have we put them on a pedestal? And I'm not talking about them putting themselves on a pedestal, I'm saying, have we gotten to the point where we have given so much value to their words in your life that we now just follow it? Has, has their way become the only way you do something? If someone's giving you exercise advice or you follow an influencer, is that the only way you choose to exercise now? And anything else just couldn't be right because it wasn't said by this person? Is, is what you get from them or what you do because of their influence actually serving you? Or are you doing it because they told you that this equals this result? A plus B equals C. And because those things worked for them, which is more often than not what someone who becomes a mentor or an influencer is saying, they sit there and say, here's my story. Here's what worked for me. This is exactly what I did. And if you do these things, it it can work for you too. But somewhere along the line. We can lose ourselves in the it can work for you and not it will absolutely work for you. And sometimes, and I've done it myself, I've been guilty of it myself, we, we stop asking, well, is this working for me? Am I now just following along because it's supposed to work even though something inside isn't resonating? It's important to understand these things. They're giving you guidelines and examples of what they did. But that does not mean that it will 100% work that way for you because you are a different human living a different human experience. So it's important to observe and to answer those questions for ourselves. Have we put them on a pedestal? Has their way become the only way? Is what you're doing because they've told you an example of doing it actually serving you? Or are you just doing it because it's what worked for them? That was their experience. What we need to do is separate what works for us and what doesn't. And if you feel the need, if, if you've publicly aligned yourself with your mentor and now they are publicly failing at something that you have a hard time with, it is okay to say, I, I still take the good from this person's teachings or this person's example, but I disagree with what they've done. I disagree with this action. And there are ways to do this and stand up and and disalign yourself with the failure that they've chosen to take or had publicly without bashing the person. There are ways to stand up and just say, I've taken a lot and I've learned a lot of positive things from this person's influence, but I am standing here publicly saying, I disagree with this action that they've taken. I disagree with this choice that they've made. That is not how I see things. That is not how I interpret things. It's not how I want to do things. And that's okay. If you have publicly aligned yourself with someone, you can publicly disalign yourself with someone. You can publicly say, I don't agree with what they did. But again, you can do it with kindness. You can do it with respect. You can do it with the understanding that bashing them is not going to separate you from them more. Obviously, there are extremes in any case, and there's certain extremes to this that I'm not really talking about. But um, moving on to the third step in this healing process is to reevaluate. So let's take some time, whether you need a notebook to write these things down, um, but let's reevaluate their influence on your life. So me personally, I'm, I'm going through this right now with someone that I have followed along for a long time, really inspired by their story and things like that, um, and have been engaging in some of the practices that they speak about, one being a gratitude practice. And I've been doing this gratitude practice, and I I just want to say, I do a gratitude practice daily, and the gratitude part, I still connect with. I still think it is incredibly important and powerful to take a moment each day, whether it's in the morning, at night, whatever works for you, but to sit and actively think about things that you are grateful for because it just creates so much more positivity in your mind. And I think the more good you put out, the more good you get. Um, but the other part of this practice that I've been doing is like a goal setting practice. And and the way that it's organized is something that I've been doing for over a year and I do it because I'm like, okay, well, this is supposed to be more inspiring. Maybe I just need to continue to do it. And all the while, I never stopped and thought, okay, well, maybe this isn't serving me the way it's intended to because it doesn't connect with me. And one thing I've said in previous podcasts, you need to take the good and leave the rest. So out of this whole practice that's supposed to take like 15, 20 minutes a day, I'm going to take the good. I'm going to take my... my You know, write down five things that make me grateful and I'm going to leave the rest because at this point now, if it's not serving me and I'm not connecting with it, I'm now wasting 10 to 15 minutes of my day every morning doing something that worked for someone else, but it doesn't work for me. And that's all because I gave them the space in my life to hold that much influence on what I do. And it's all with a positive mindset. I mean, it's all with the right goal in mind, but that's not the point. It's not serving me well. And only now have I stopped to even think about that. So this is something that we can do even when, when we're faced with any obstacle, we can use this formula of the form, feel it, observe it, reevaluate, and then motivate. So when we talk about reevaluating too, one, one really cool thing about this step is that as we reevaluate, and we spend a little less time, you know, whether we're blindly connecting to this person's story, or, or just following along because we think what works for them is automatically going to work for us. If we are no longer spending time doing the things that don't connect with us, that leaves us open to find other influencers and other mentors additional mentors you don't just you don't have to have just one I mean nobody's one story is going to perfectly resonate with everybody because that's just one person's story so freeing that time up every day gives me the ability to find a new podcast that I connect with read a new book from a new author um expand who I choose to follow on social media. Um, I'm pretty picky now about who I follow on social media because it's just like this open window into my mind. And if you continue to let negativity f- show up on your feed, it's const- it just has this open doorway into your brain and you don't get to stop it because it's set in there on your feed along with everything else. So what we can do is branch out. Google, you know, your, the person that you do follow and Google similar mentors or other followers or look into the books that have resonated with you. And usually under like Barnes & Noble or Goodreads or anything, they'll have recommendations. If you like this book, you may like this book too. Go down that path. Buy a book that no one recommended, but you found interesting. Um, so again, it just opens up space in our life for additional mentors, to give us a more well-rounded inspiration from multiple stories. And again, take the good, leave the rest. Take what serves you, leave everything else. And then one thing you can consider is having yourself as your own mentor. And I know this sounds really counterproductive, but when you get into a space where you're having a hard time, It can be really valuable to sit there and look back upon yourself and say, have I handled something like this adversity before? And did I survive it? Did I, you know, work through it? Did I get past it? Did I learn a lesson from it? You can be your own mentor. You can sit there and say, I have done this before and I can do it again. So that's just one thing to consider. And then the last part is to motivate. And motivation, again, so many people think that there are hacks to get motivation. Motivation, which I think I read this in a book called The One Thing by um, Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, which is an excellent book, by the way. I'll link to it in the show notes. But um, motivation is not something that you can just muster up and create. Motivation is a limited resource and it needs to be refilled every single day. So find the time by evaluating your own life of when you have the most motivation. I feel like more often than not, people are motivated when at the beginning of their day, when they first wake up because you've just gotten rest. You've just rejuvenated your body with your sleep. Um, Maybe have a cup of coffee and some breakfast and things like that. And then do the most important things when you have the most motivation, because throughout the day, that motivation will be depleted. Just like at the end of a long workday, we're tired, we don't want to do anything, we don't want to cook, we order in, whatever, we've lost our motivation to eat healthy, we've lost our motivation to do all the things. So motivation is, again, a limited resource that needs to be refilled every day, refilled by eating nutritious foods, by hydrating our body, by stretching, by meditating, by sleeping. those That's a whole other podcast for a whole other time. But I just want to say that motivation is a limited resource. So let's take that motivation And think to ourselves, what action do I need to take right now? So in light of this public failure from my mentor, my influencer, I've already sat there and I felt it. I've already observed how much weight I gave them in my life and my mind. I've already evaluated their influence on my life. I've decided to take the good. I've decided to leave the rest. And now what action needs to be taken? Do I need to mute them on Instagram for a little while? Do I need a break from them? So if it's an Instagram influencer that we're talking about here, mute them for a little bit. Give yourself a break from them or unfollow them if you choose to do so, whatever it is. But you get to choose how much access they have to your mind and your heart and your soul and your life. No matter what it is, whether it's online, in person, whatever, you always get to choose how much access someone has to you in your life. Hundred percent of the time, that's called setting boundaries. And again, that will be a whole other podcast episode, probably numerous podcast episodes on setting boundaries. But you get to decide how much access they have in your life. So if it's an a social media influencer or something, whether it's a podcast, take a break from it. Put them on mute. Give yourself a week, give yourself a month, whatever works for you, and then slowly introduce them back. And again, take the good and leave the rest. Or what changes do you need to make in your life? So sit there and and motivate and say, okay, like for me personally, this daily practice I've been doing for a year does not serve me well. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the good from that practice and I'm going to create my own daily routine. What works best for me? What motivates me? What fuels my fire and my heart and my dreams to work hard and get where I want to be the most. And maybe that means I pull from five influencers daily practice and mesh them all up together and form my own. Or I sit there and I think to myself, you know what, what have I been doing in the morning that no one told me to do that works well? It doesn't always have to be someone's tried and true process that worked for them that has to work for you. No. If you're sitting on your couch for 10 minutes with a cup of coffee staring at your bird feeder, if that works for you and fuels you, then do that every day. It doesn't mean that somebody else had to do it before you. Just do what works for you every single day, no matter what. It goes back to being authentically you and only you can do that. Only you can be Authentically, you. Because again, like I've said before, no other human in the history of humanity has ever experienced life the way that you have. No one will ever experience it the exact way that you have again. Going back to our Katherine Johnson quote, you are no better than anyone else, and no one is better than you. You literally could never be like someone else, and no one could ever be exactly like you. So, taking this formula. It's not just for when our leaders fail us. It's not just for those moments. This can apply to anything. If you're struggling with a hard decision, if you're struggling at work, if you're at this fork in the road of life decisions and you're trying to work through it, take this formula, feel it, observe it, reevaluate and motivate yourself to make the changes that you need to make for you, for your human experience form, feel it, observe it, reevaluate it, motivate. So again, if anyone's ever experienced one of their mentors failing them, I know that this may resonate with you. It it may bring up some emotions and things like that. It can be tough. It can be tough when you have someone that you have been so drawn to and so connected to that really hurts you. So, I just encourage you to take the time do the work for yourself to address it and and go where you need to go from it. So I really appreciate you guys uh, listening with me today. Again, if you like this podcast, if it resonated with you, take a screenshot, share it on social, tag us at Owning Your Authenticity on Facebook and Instagram. You can visit the website owningyourauthenticity.com if you guys want to submit questions or comments or things you'd like us to discuss in the future. Um and again um subscribe so that you get notifications when the podcast comes out every Tuesday and I just really really appreciate you guys and I hope you have a beautiful day.